going on, everyone? Episode 76 of Vipalaka Talk Live. I'm your host, Wag, joining alongside with me today, Chess Jackson. Jackson, how are you doing, my man? Yeah, doing good. Uh, another busy week in Texas high school football. Uh, very excited to head out to a game uh, tomorrow night, uh, watching Klein Oak and Klein Collins, but very busy week and uh, very excited for another week of Texas high school football. Yeah, it is another good week indeed and some really good matchups this week. Uh, before we get into some of those matchups, you know, districts kind of started and, you know, for most schools, I think uh, I think there's only a couple of districts probably out there that don't have kind of district play this week. So that being said, what are a couple of the teams that you're going to be watching this week as far as maybe needing a district win, maybe seeing how they look in a new district, stuff like that? Yeah, I think a uh, team I'm definitely going to be looking at this week is El Campo. Uh, they're 2-2 two and two to start the season right, right now. Now, Ruben Owens uh, was hurt uh, uh, or in week three. He came back last week and was phenomenal in their game. Uh, I expect El Campo to get, go on the rise here, but they've got a big-time matchup with Navasoto, who's 3-1 and one right now. will be a real test for El Campo to see where they stand and see if they can get back to where they were last year. Uh, so that's my kind of team I'll be looking out for this week. I think there's a couple for me. Um, I'm going to be looking at Dripping Springs for sure in, in the Austin area. Um, you know, they started district last week and had a convincing win, but now they're playing kind of, for me, one of the three to really kind of, pay, you know, pay attention to. You know, you know, you have Westlake and Lake Travis, and we'll get to that game here in a minute. You have Bowie, and that's who they're playing this week. They'll be playing Bowie. I think this is going to be a good game for them to see how they stand up to uh, you know to to everything. You know, are they going to be able to be competitive in this district? Uh, that game is going to go a long way for me to to show if that's going to happen or not. Um, another one that I, I can think of at the top of my head. Let's see if I, if I you know you know what I think I think another game in that district. Are not well. That district is is last second like Travis. So excuse me, but in that region is um, is uh, New Braunfels Canyon and Bernie Champion. Um, that's going to be a big time game for 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 both of those squads. Um, just to see, um, you know, are they going to be able to? What's going to happen? That district is is pretty heavy front loaded. I think there's there's some clear favorites in that district. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I said that wrong. Smithson Valley and Ruffles Canyon, not not uh, not Bernie Champion. Bernie Champion. Hey, same district. So I think those four teams right there. I think those are the four teams in that district that are going to be seated one through four. So you know, it's and I think uh, it, I think it's Canyon who's playing like three of those teams in consecutive weeks. So definitely a tough schedule for them. But Canyons look mighty impressive so far at four and beating New Braunfels. Um, and, um, you know. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and then having a very impressive victory last week. So um, let's talk about some of these matchups across Houston. Now, what are some of the, the matchups Houston and beyond? I know you live in Houston. So what are some of these matchups you're, you're going to be playing close attention to? Yeah, there's quite a few matchups I'm really interested in. Uh, first off, you've got, uh, I'm going to start in Dallas, actually. We've got Parish Episcopal taking on China Springs. Now, China Springs won state last year, uh, had the undefeated season. Uh, and then you've got Parish Episcopal, who lost to South Oak Cliff last, last week off a game-winning field goal, has played 
uh, LBJ and beat them already, has played Episcopal and beat them, opened up the season against Alito and beat them, and now they're taking on another UIL state champion in China Springs. So very excited for that matchup. I think that's going to be an interesting one to watch as, you know, Paris came off a heartbreaking loss last week, and then they're going to be playing another tough team this week. Uh, another game in the Dallas area to watch out for, DeSoto-Waxahachie. Uh, Waxahachie is 4-0 right now, and uh, that, that's that's a big matchup in that area as you have DeSoto, who's 3-1. Uh, DeSoto and Dungville have pretty much been the top dogs in that district uh, for a while, and it, that, I feel like this matchup is going to be – uh, very interesting. A lot of people are going to pick DeSoto, but I think that the game's going to be a little closer than people think. So uh, that's another game to watch out for uh, in the Dallas area. But my last matchup in the Dallas area, Rockwall, Rockwall Heath, big rivalry game. Uh, both are three and one. Uh, it's a great way to open district playing your district rival, but uh, it, it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Uh, very excited to watch that game. In the Houston area, we've got. Uh, Stratford taking on Cy Fair. Stratford's undefeated, taking on Cy Fair, who's got an electric offense with Trey Owens at quarterback. Uh, I expect this to be a high-scoring game, as both offenses have been really good this year. Uh, very excited to watch that one. Uh, also, we've got tonight, you've got New Caney, 4-0 in District 13-6A, bumping up to 6A from last, uh, from last year. They beat the Woodlands last week who has predominantly run this district. Now they take on Oak Ridge. I think this is going to be a better matchup than it maybe looks on paper, as I think Oak Ridge, Oak Ridge team matches up better with New Caney than the Woodlands does. So I think that's going to be a big game. And then, of course, the game I'm going to tomorrow or tomorrow night, Klein Oak versus Klein Collins, Battle of Unbeatens. Uh, both programs have seen uh, some great success in years prior. So I expect that matchup to be a big one as well. And then uh, I've also got a kicker in here. We've got Shiner taking on Ganado. I, I don't know if I said that right, Josh, but uh, I think that's going to be a good matchup as Shiner won off the, an amazing two-point conversion by uh, four-star athlete Dalton Brooks, who's committed to Texas A&M. I think that's also going to be a great matchup. Yeah, that one should be a good one indeed. Hey, it's always good to show love to the small schools. I mean, I'll give you a couple right now. I mean, you have Beville Jones. That's uh, Shayna's alma mater, by the way, taking on Cuero. Cuero lost last week to Cal Allen. Now you're wondering, can Beville Jones come in and win this game? And if they do, I think that's going to be a, a good sign for for, um, for Beville right there. So definitely going to be interesting to watch that one. Another one I'm going to be paying attention to simply because it's my alma mater versus the school that my brother currently coaches at, Pleasanton and Poteet. Um, that one is uh, Poteet is uh, punching, punching, um, punching up. If I'm not mistaken, let me let me double check here. But I believe Pleasanton is 4A and Poteet is 3A. Let me take a little look here. Yeah, um, so um, that one's kind of almost like a crosstown rivalry, if you will. So that's why they're playing. And uh, you know, Ple- you know, you look at records wise. You know, you know, Pleasanton is one and three. Poteet's three and one. They're uh, last week or lost last week, coming against a 4A opponent in Pearsall. Um, which is undefeated. Um, that was, I think, a one-point loss, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, Pleasanton may have a one and three record, but they c- can win this game. I mean, they've played Bernie, which is, I mean, one of the best 4A teams I think in our and in, in, in the Central Texas region. So that's going to be a good test for Poteet to see if they're going to be able to compete and you know maybe make a little playoff push in 3A once playoffs hit. And then, of course, I think I think it's now time. Well, one more, one more. I, I don't know if they're necessarily going to win this game. Um, Leander versus College Station, but Leander's three and zero. They only won two games last year. Went two and eight. They started three and zero this year. 
Um, now, the combined win of their opponents is only one, right? So oh, I think it's one in nine or one, no, one in 11, I believe it is, something like that, of, of their opponents. So, you know, their opponents don't have that, that winning record that you like to see. But, you know, can they hang tight with College Station? It's going to be an interesting game to see. I don't necessarily think they will, but if they can, then you're going to have some questions about, okay, what can this, this Leander team do? But then, of course, like I said, there is that one one game that I think everyone's going to be paying very close attention to. So let's go ahead and talk about it right now, Jackson. Does Lake Travis stand a chance against Westlake this week? It's always it's always that, oh, it's coming down to Westlake and Lake Travis in that district. The last few years, you know, it's been Westlake. I think they're on a 43-game winning streak, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around that, that area. Last team to beat them was Lake Travis back in uh, 2019, I believe it was, uh, that last game of that season. Before, you know, obviously, Westlake ended up winning that, that year, winning it all, but you know they had that one loss to Lake Travis, and they haven't lost since. Bo Edmondson has not played at all this year, as far as I can tell. I don't know if he's playing you know, this Friday. I think that is going to be one of the keys to victory. I talk about that in my five to watch, is that if Bo Edmondson is not playing, I don't feel... You know what? What, what little what, what little chance they have might go out the window, Jackson. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with what you said. I I think without Bo Edmondson, I, I just don't know if I would pick like Travis in this game. Obviously, rivalry game. Uh, you, you, there's going to be great turnout on both sides. This is the big matchup in this district. But I think without Bo Edmondson there, I think Westlake's going to handle this pretty well. Uh, they've blown out their opponents so far. They. They haven't looked like they've taken a, taken a step back since uh, Cade Klubnick left. I feel like they're still grooving how they were last year. Uh, I mean, when you got offensive weapons like Jaden Greyhouse, Notre Dame commit, Keen Quebecca, uh, Kansas commit, and then your running back, Jack Kaiser, I think I just think that there's a lot there uh, that isn't that I don't think Lake Travis can hold up with. Also, you got TJ Shanahan, Texas A&M commit on the offensive line for Westlake. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you've got Colton Vasek, OU commit, uh, DN in a very experienced Westlake defense. I just think Westlake has too much. And I think that they're just, they're going to win this game. They won it pretty handedly last year, blowing them out uh, pretty bad in their last game of the season. So I expect late Travis to maybe come out, throw some punches in the first quarter, but I feel like Westlake's going to really pull away throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, something we have seen from from Westlake games so far this season is, you know, they play consistent ball, but that gives the team a chance to, you know, maybe score a few points early in the game before kind of Westlake defense finds its rhythm. I think I think for, as a season as a whole, I think Westlake's offense is still trying to find its rhythm. I mean, it's not on par with last year's, but how could it be without you know when you're missing one of the greatest quarterbacks in Texas high school football, you know, history and Kate Klubnick. But you got Jaden Greathouse there. Uh, you have the running back. I forget his name at the top of my head. Um, uh, it escapes me. Um, Kaiser or Kaiser. something. Kaiser. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's been great for them. And I think he's only a junior as well. Uh, and so when, while the quarterback, you know, I think situation still finds its groove and, and everything, they're relying on their defense and their defense has come to play. I mean, as long as you have that defense, it's hard to pick against them. Like I said, I think this team won't be challenged personally. This is my opinion. Of course, uh, they're not going to be challenged until the, the state semis where they're most likely going to be playing, uh, uh, North shore. Um, who, who, who do you think is going to challenge them? It's not Dripping Springs. I don't know if Dripping, Dripping Springs is good, but I don't know if they're that good. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Jackson, there? I, I, I think 
I think people are going to sleep on that Dripping Springs game. I actually do think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think Dripping Springs is going to wake up a lot of people. Austin Novosad has looked really good so far in the in the right in uh, pre district schedule. Uh, actually, they started district last week, so he's looked really good so far, and I expect him to continue. I think that's the matchup in the district this year. I think it is going to be Dripping Springs versus Westlake. You might see an undefeated Dripping Springs team and an undefeated Westlake team. So it's going to be very interesting. I think that's the team that could possibly give Westlake some problems. I don't know. I did see that game, Vandergriff versus Dripping Springs, and, and you look at what Westlake did last year to Vandergriff. I'm not too sure. You, you could be right. Hey, you, you could very well be right, and we'll find out in a couple of weeks because they are playing, playing each other a couple of weeks, and, and we'll really get to see Dripping Springs medal because uh, they play Westlake and Lake Travis in, in back-to-back weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Let me, let me pull up my schedule here while I'm talking, uh, but I'm almost positive they play. Let's see here. So, yeah, so they play Westlake on the 14th and Lake Travis on the 21st. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out a little bit about this team this week for sure, because like I said, they're playing Bowie, uh, or Bowie, I'm sorry, Bowie, not Bowie, it's Bowie, I said it wrong last time and someone corrected me, um, so we'll find out about them this week, and that game could go a long way, but that close game against Vandergrift, now it's week one, so well, it was week one, then that game happened, so of course, hey, that could also be a, a reason why, um, but because of that game, um, I'm a little hesitant, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to pick against Westlake because they've earned that right by winning, you know, 40-plus games in a row, right? And so, like I said, I personally feel like it's going to be the sem- state semis where they finally face a challenge. Um, and same for North Shore, right? We, I don't think North Shore is really going to be challenged um, until the state semis as well. So that one should be a good one. What other games are out there, Jackson, that we should, we should be uh, aware of? Yeah, some interesting matchups for me that I've got uh, this week, other than the ones I mentioned. Uh, you've got King, an undefeated Kingwood team taking on Tascosita. Now, Kingwood uh, in the past couple years has not really had a great team, but they started off their 3-0 right now. They're taking, off in the Tas- they're taking on the Tascosita team who took a tough loss at, to Katie. Now, while I don't think Kingwood wins this game, I think it is an interesting matchup. I think it's one to maybe keep an eye on. You never know. Uh, we I, I said this last week about McKinney and Woodlands. I, I thought that the Woodlands would pull it out, but I – but I knew that New Caney has something special there. So I feel like this is the same kind of uh, matchup here where uh, you look at Kingwood, you might not think that they have the power to uh, outplay a Tessacita, but you never know. It's Texas high school football. So I think that's an interesting matchup to me. Also, uh, Fort Bend Christian Academy playing uh, now, I probably will say this right, Cibolo Steel uh, this week. I-, I think that this is an interesting matchup. You've got FPCA who made it to the state semis and taps last year taking on uh, Steele, who's been pretty much a San Antonio, uh, I would I would argue powerhouse probably the past couple of years. Uh, I think this is going to be an interesting matchup, uh, the private school versus the public school. So that that's one I'm keeping my eye on as well. Well, um, first off, you were close. It's Cibolo, Cibolo Steel. Um, they just usually go by Steel, but hey, close enough. That was a game I was actually going to bring up. That's a it's a good test for for both squads. You know, Steel came, uh, came out with that victory against Midland Legacy last week, which I think was really good. They've had a, a pretty pretty good uh, non district schedule, in my opinion. And I think this is going to tell a lot about about both teams as Steel transitions into district play uh, next week, I believe it is. So, or maybe the week after. I'm not too sure. Um, how that works out. Um, another team I want to mention that's off to impressive for no start is uh, is uh, Somerset. This is a four uh, A 4A school uh, down here in the San Antonio area, 
And uh, coming off an impressive win against Bevo Jones, who I mentioned earlier, taking on Cuero. And uh, they're playing, uh, they got a bye week this week, but this is a team I want to uh, just wanted to mention as a, as a team to look out for uh, as we move on. Um, and, of course, I think the team to beat um, in 4A this year, in my opinion, is, is Bernie. They take on Salerno this week and uh, should win that one pretty easily. Any other games before we get out of here today, Jackson? I'm going to mention one, and, and uh, it's it's in my area. You've got Conroe taking on the Woodlands. Uh, I think this is a more interesting matchup than it maybe looks. Uh, you've got a 2-2 two and two Woodlands team who just lost to Caney last week uh, and lost North Shore to open up the season. Uh, the offense has kind of been struggling a little bit and versus a Conroe team that has got three guys in the top five of the receiving yards in the district. Uh, it, it's a Conroe team that has – uh, not beaten the Woodlands in a very long time. And uh, this game could be a trap game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, very interesting game to watch. As uh, we also saw Conra hold a Peito offense to uh, 14 points earlier in the year. While Peito's offense hasn't been really that great this year, that's still pretty impressive for a Conra team that only lost 14-3 to against Peito, who won state last year. So I'm, I'm intrigued about this game. I, I'm not going to pick uh, one or the other to win. I think – that if the Woodlands plays their game, I think they win this game. But I, this is one that could be very interesting if uh, you're watching games on Friday. A couple others um, before we get out of here. Um, you know, uh, you had Midland Legacy playing Steel last week. They played Judson this week. I think Midland Legacy should come out with the win, but now they're traveling, right? So last week they had the home game. Now they have the away game in San Antonio. Will that affect them? Don't know. I think uh, I think Midland Legacy should come out with the win. Uh, in that one, you also have Permian taking on Cooper. Permian uh, looking pretty good this year, sitting at four and zero. Of course, as we know, uh, you know one of the top offensive tackles in, in the uh, state and nation um, is over there uh, playing for Permian. Um, and then a good one in uh, in kind of the Waco-ish area. Um, you have Georgetown and A&M Consolidated. It's kind of that weird district where you have kind of teams um, a little further apart than you usually see in districts. Uh, Georgetown sitting at two and one, as is A&M Consolidated. Georgetown coming off their bye last uh, after losing to Liberty Hill, which, as we know, is a good five A uh, school right there. So should be a good one. And then Weiss taking on Harker Heights. Weiss started zero and two, um, and then they've kind of they've kind of been pretty good the last two weeks, uh, uh, beating Judson and New Braunfels. Now we see they're taking on Harker, Harker Heights, who's sitting at three and one, uh, one of the schools to beat Smithson Valley, as as we know, and they lost by one last week to Permian, who we just mentioned. So Harker Heights uh, coming in with probably a little bit of a revenge on their mind heading into the district. So lots of good matchups as district starts. So I mean, we're going to see some great matchups. Uh, I'm looking forward to in a couple of weeks. Denton Geyer and Allen coming up uh, in district in a few weeks. That will be one to watch. That being said, let's go ahead and get on out of here, Jackson. So let's get some shout-outs. Who, who are you shouting out today? I'm going to shout-out uh, my little brother. He's got a game today uh, that I'll be going to at 6.30. So good luck to Peyton. And I uh, just want to shout-out the entire Vibe crew. Uh, we've had a busy couple of weeks covering some uh, football, volleyball. Now we're about to start up Winter Media Day. So uh, just shout out to the Vibe team. Uh, we're going to get through the month of October, and uh, we're going to keep covering some high school sports as well. Who am I shout out today? I'm going to shout out all of our Vibe U ambassadors who've been covering the games, getting some good photos, 
getting some good, uh, you know, sideline reporting. You know, Haley comes to mind there. Um, so just great job all around by our Vipu ambassadors, which, by the way, if you want to be a Vipu ambassador, go to Vipu.com and apply. It's going to be our show for today. We'll be back tomorrow with our Vipu crew uh, spotlight episode. Got a good one for you. Myself, Jackson, and Ashton talking about that Jalen Hill uh, commitment, um, the uh, DJ Lagway top 10, and more. So definitely tune in to watch that one. And we'll be back on Monday with another Locker Talk Live, breaking down all the action from this past week uh, in Texas high school football. So until then, I'm Wack, and that's Jackson. We'll see you at the games.